안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassadors of peace. 안녕하십니까? Today, I'd like to talk about the providential history of salvation from the viewpoint of the principle. This is a new chapter uh, from Thomas Anthology, uh, Volume 2. Let's study. The Providential History of Salvation from the Viewpoint of the Principle. Distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, today, I sincerely thank God that you and I can meet as we face this era of great historic change. God is the absolute one, the unique, unchanging, and eternal one. His will is the same. If the human beings, Adam and Eve, had become one body under the love of God, everything would have been complete and ideal. God's origin purpose and process of creation are absolute as well as cause effect and direction the human ancestors adam and eve entered into chaos after they fell due to their ignorance this ignorance and chaos expanded from the individual level to the levels of family nation and world it has been the task of religion and God's providence of salvation to liberate us from the sphere of the fall. In the last days, the Messiah comes and teaches clearly the absolute, unique, unchanging, and eternal cause, direction, and effect from God's viewpoint. He will cleanse the world of ignorance and chaos and return it to the original bosom of God. This is the completion of the will of God. If this does not happen, then in the last days, all religions, systems of thought, isms, and nations will pass away. Humankind is now facing the 21st century and will enter the new historic era of the third millennium in just a few years. At this important moment, I would like to deliver this speech on the view of the principle of the providential history of salvation so that we can resolve to prepare ourselves for the new era. To bring about completion and the ideal relationship between God and humankind, centering on true love, God required that human beings fulfill a condition of responsibility in order to attain unity with him. Therefore, God needed to give the commandment to the first ancestors. In other words, God knew that they were in the growth period on the way to reaching physical and spiritual maturity. So he established the commandment as the condition for his children to inherit the most precious thing, true love. In the last days, the Messiah comes to this world, which enter chaos after falling into ignorance due to Adam and Eve, and teaches clearly the absolute, unique, unchanging, and eternal cause, direction, and effect from God's uh, viewpoint. He will cleanse the world of the ignorance and chaos and return it to the original bosom of God. This is the completion of the will of God. Therefore, 
the 20th century, the most important period during which the Messiah comes to and stay on this earth, will usher in an era of great, uh, great, uh, uh, you know, turbulence, unimaginable to entire world. This period paid the greatest global sacrifice in history due to World War One and World War Two, and with the emergency, um, emergence of the communism and democracy, the world faced the unimaginable confusion of you know ideologies, and this battle still not yet over. Now, after passing through the gray, uh, you know. Uh, turbulence of the 20th century, starting from the year to the 2000, the beginning of the 21st century, we will enter the age of the fruition in which heaven's new providence will be settled and firmly established. The era before or the coming of heaven, which is the era of the indemnity, has passed. And the, the era of the channel rule has launched along with the era after the coming of heaven. When we look from the perspective of heavenly providence, this period of the 21st century, from the year 2000 to 2100 is an amazing age. The era of the Chanegu is established and the kingdom of God will be found substantially when if we just become one with the true parents who came as the Messiah. We have already passed the 22 years in the 20, uh, this 21st century. From now on, what kind of world will unfold in the remaining eight years before the 21st century comes? That uh, depends uh, uh, entirely on our responsibility and effort. Uh, at the center of the 21st century, the elder son of America should become the owner and attend the, the parents or ten true parents, in the sense you have no idea how important the responsibility of the America is. Of course, mother nation and mother nation also important, but I think now era of the children, as the elder sons, America's responsibility is really critically important. We need to know that. That's why you and me completely unite together, support our fatherland Korea and the mother's land Japan and support our true mother. Finally, we need to really accomplish our God's dream, which is the you know, substantial Chan Yilgu on the earth. Uh, living uh, divine principle, um, activities of Satan in the human world, Let's study EDP. Satan's activities in human society. Satan cannot perpetrate his evil activity unless he first finds an object partner with whom he can form a common base and engage in give and take action. Satan's object partners are evil spirits in the spirit world. The object partners to these evil spirits are the spirit cells of evil people on earth and the vehicles through which these evil spirit cells act are their physical selves. Accordingly, the power of Satan is conveyed through evil spirits and is manifested 
in the activities of earthly people. For example, Satan entered Judas Iscariot, and Jesus once called Peter Satan. In the Bible, the spirits of evil men on earth are called angels of the devil. The kingdom of heaven on earth is a restored world in which Satan can no longer instigate any activity. To realize this world, it is necessary for all humanity to eliminate their common base with Satan, restore their common base with God, and engage in give-and-take action with him. However, God granted human beings and angels freedom. Therefore, he cannot restore them by force. Human beings must uphold the word of God on their own free will and by fulfilling their responsibility, which would then bring Satan to voluntary submission. We can only be restored to the original ideal purposed by God at the creation through this process. Okay, thank you, Heavenly Honey. Let's start the Father's work. The stage where Satan's activities take place, human bodies. If we can strike Satan, what happens? If the sunlight and the light of spring comes, our minds must follow them so that those who have the original mind can go to God without anyone's guidance. On the day when they go to God, the satanic world will completely collapse. Since fallen people are under the dominion of Satan, Satan can play the role of the king in this fallen world, which led to the multiplication and fall of 4 billion people. They became the fallen children and fell to the level of servant of servants and seven stages. We should indemnify this. Although we have to reverse this and go up, we cannot do it at once. We must return to our original original position step by step yes you know my brothers and sisters uh, due to the fall of adam and eve human beings and all creation became satan's positions as you know that's why satan is playing the role of a king in this world today satan you know archangel lucifer was originally a servant but since a human being fell to the position of the being under the dominion of this kind of a servant, they fell to the position of a servant of a servants, right? That's why God must go through the eight stages of the restoration through indemnity, starting from the servant of the servant, and then servant, adopted child, and stepchild, a real, real child, and mother and father and God through the true parents. The course of this age stage is, you know what, the course of restoration of a heart from the heart of the servant of a servant to the heart of God. If we look at from the perspective of the blood lineage, it is the course of restoration of the blood lineage. And the external age stage course is the course of restoration of the environment. And that is a horizontal age stage that starts from the individual and goes to family, tribe, nation, and world cosmos and reaches God. But the fact that true parents came to this earth fought against Satan, overcome 
the eight stages both vertically and horizontally and proclaimed heavenly parentism is amazing. Now true parents said that we who must follow true parents can inherit true parents victorious course of eight stages by simply completing the heavenly tribal messiah mission. So this is a such an amazing blessing. Next. The mind is at a vertical position. You have to pray without rest. Satan can work through your body 24 hours a day. However, since God stands in the vertical position, God works only through your mind. Satan can move in all directions, so God cannot oppose Satan's activities. The mind is only in a vertical position, not in a horizontal foundation. Can the vertical foundation expand to the horizontal foundation? If so, it would be an accident. In such an environment, the weak body can be easily pulled along. When I tell you to offer devotions in the vertical position and receive energy, you will receive several times more energy from your body than your, than mind. By doing so, you can keep yourself steady and controlled as you like. And then you have to make it a habit to continue to do it for five years. Yeah. If you look at the Bible first, Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 to 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Why does the Bible say to pray without ceasing? It is because the devil walks through human beings 24 hours a day. Satan does not rest for even a moment. Even as you sleep and he sends evil spirit and gives you evil dreams. Since God is a vertical being, he can work only when we are in a vertical position. But since Satan is horizontal, he is always moving 360 degrees in all four directions to come and attack us. Therefore, it is not easy for fallen people to win against Satan. That's why almost everyone are being defeated in Satan's activities. Our mind must always go toward the vertical. Our mind always needs to be in the vertical position, connect with God. This vertical position cannot compromise with the horizontal position. So since it is easy for our physical bodies to be controlled by the environment, and be pulled along, fallen people need to offer devotion uh, in the vertical position and receive energy from God. If we, send, uh, if we set our mind on the vertical line and offer sincere devotion, unimaginable strength that is hundreds of times stronger will come to us. With this kind of energy, we need to bring our body to surrender. To bring our body to surrender, it is completely impossible through uh, the humanistic power or efforts. That's why the Bible tells us to pray, you know, you know, without ceasing, right? 
pray continuously and then and then be meek and humble and always go to the path of a sacrificing service. So therefore, in order for us to defeat Satan, our mind needs to be supplemented, supplemented and with energy from God and the spiritual world, which are vertically connected. Then through the dead energy, uh, and when we train our uh, to dominate the physical body for at least five years, it turns into good habits. It took five. It it takes a five years for five years to really become good habit. Oh, my brothers and sisters, really, you know that's why I am. you cannot overcome by your own strength by own human power. Need to borrow power from spiritual world. How to get the uh, you know, uh, the borrow the power from heaven. That is a chongsong. That is chongsong. Always need to study God's word. Always need to pray. That's why Bible says that without ceasing. You need to pray without ceasing. Pray continually. And the reading God's word. And pray continuously. You know? And then meditate all the time God's word. And as long as your heart vertically connected, and then you can get strength and power from the heaven. That's why you know you do not set up your heart and mind vertically. Okay, you cannot get the strength. Mm. Why we easily lose power? Why easily exhausted when you wake up and then you really you know no more power, right? So only we can get the power our heart and mind and consciousness connect to heavenly God. Wow, very strange, right? My heart connect to heaven. And then immediately I can get some incredible source and energy from heaven. That's why our life always relate to the heaven. You know? That's why we need to remember that. What is our origin? Who is our origin? Our consciousness do not connect to origin, right? Our spirit mind do not connect to the origin. No more power, easily, easily lose. Sometimes we think about God. Sometimes we meditate God's word and pray, and then we can feel power. But through our daily life, we do not know how to apply divine principle and easily losing power and become very horizontal. You know, never think about God, no appreciate God, and then forget God, and then. Where where did I where where did I lose? Your heart is no connect to God particularly. That's why we need to really appreciate our origin. Do you understand what I mean? Our origin, our heart connect to the origin, and then we get strength. That's why don't forget the origin. When we connect the origin, which is God, which is God's heart, all. Power. You know, that we cannot do anything without God. We cannot survive even, even three minutes, four minutes without God's help. God does not provide air. We can survive. Even externally, like even externally, we cannot survive even a few minutes. How about spiritually? Spiritual power is more important. Without connecting God, without without connecting our origin, we cannot survive. That's why object partner 
without relating to object pattern, you cannot survive. Without that, we cannot survive. Easily become exhausted and tired and complain. That always need to connect to that vertically. When our mind becomes vertical and can get strength and power, my brothers and sisters, this is a very important point that your father talking about. 24 hours. We need to really have this kind of mindset living together with, uh, with God 24 hours. How often do you think about God? How often? Right? How often do you think about God? When you feel pain, how much do you feel? Do you think about God's pain? Every moment, every second, anything we need to relate to God, then we can get the strength. Many when I look at the brothers and sisters, they do not know how to apply divine principle to their daily life. You know, morning fundoke is morning fundoke, and then you know, my job is my job. Completely separate. Don't know how to relate with my job and then with my work and with the people relationship. That's why we easily lose power. Important is how to apply to our daily life. God's word, even our emotion and heart. This is very important, my brothers and sisters. Today's youth ministry and. Uh, the you know rebirth that unification is to talk about. Let's study. The consequences of habitual faith without heart. As we have attended church until now, there are many times when we just attend habitually. If we do not go to church, our hearts feel somewhat sorry. So if we at least go to church and attend service and come back, we feel something comforting in our heart. If we make a mistake, it's easy to just wake up, get up, eat, go to work, and repeat the same things over and over again, like our habitual daily life, without anything new or stimulating to the heart. Such habits easily make us hypocrites that deceive ourselves that have nothing to do with our heart. Habits and actions that are unrelated to the heart makes us hypocrites. <clears throat> and repetition of such a lifestyle lead us to spiritual death. That is why we always have to live from the mind and centered on the heart. If we live a life that does not come from the mind, we become pitiful people. Observing Sunday is also important. However, we should not be stuck in that. To observe Sundays well and like going to church is called rebirth of the formation stage level. If some unbeliever hears the word and quits drinking, smoking, and doing drugs and wants to go to service when it is Sunday, then this is rebirth of the formation stage. Yeah. If foreign people do not put our minds uh on the vertical standard, it will not connect to God. We immediately lose strength, slow horizontally, immediately get stuck in the habit, and our heart always feels something is lacking and empty, right? If we make a mistake, it, uh, um, it's easy to just live a life, waking up, getting up, eating, going to work, and repeating the same things over and over again, like our habitual daily life. 
without anything new or stimulating to the heart. Then how can we escape from the habitual daily life and live a renewed life? First, it is to put our minds vertically on the, you know, our popping, uh, perpendicular, perpendicular line, and always long for God and long for his word. Second, when we focus on some task or mission, always place that center and point in the heart, our heart is always new and never habitual. It's like a feeling new when you wake up in the morning and see living things, right? If we just focus on external work and mission, we easily lose the most important heart. You know, these things called the habits easily make us hypocrites that deceive ourselves that have nothing to do with our heart. Habits and actions that are unrelated to the heart make us hypocrites. And, you know, repetition. And of such a lifestyle lead us to spiritual death. Therefore, in order for our lives to put the center at the heart, we need to think of our given task as a will, you know, uh, that God gave us to us, serve the people around us well, and make efforts to make them happy no matter what. And in order to bring joy to the people closest to you, if we make effort to always give and always serve for them, our heart will come alive immediately and become very fresh. Fresh. Next content. What we are thinking about rebirth. Next is rebirth of the growth stage level. Here, you gain strength after hearing the word. There is still much fallen nature you need to clear. But since you live being stimulated by the word, you experience your mind being joyful. This is rebirth of faith. Rebirth of the formation stages, just like going to Sunday service. Next, rebirth of faith experiences a new life through the word. The pastor's word sounds like they are speaking to you. And you relate with all those words, receive grace, and are joyful. In Christian churches, they would call such cases as receiving the Holy Spirit. But the works of the Holy Spirit does not happen to just anybody. Many people mistakenly think of reborn people as those who were just baptized and drank wine. When the Israelites were circumcised, They thought they were descendants of Abraham and the chosen people. While retaining their fallen nature, they treated the Gentiles like dogs, claiming to be the descendants of Abraham and the chosen people of heaven. Like this, believers today are the same. One believer said, I thought I was reborn because my family was Christian since my grandfather and I went to church diligently from a young age. Yeah, rebirth of the formation stages, uh, you know, just like going to Sunday service, but after going through the rebirth of the formation stage of observing Sundays well, and like going to church, you need to experience the next level of rebirth of growth stage. 
Reverse of the growth stage heals the world and gains energy in your own mind. Reverse of faith experience of the new life through the world. The pastor's word sounds like they are speaking to you and you relate uh, uh, with the, all those who receive grace and are joyful. We need to have a proper understanding of the meaning of the rebirth. Some Christians experience rebirth through the, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit. However, although they say that they receive the Holy Spirit, such works of the Holy Spirit does not happen to just anybody. The problem is the case of the many people mistakenly think of the reborn people as those who were just baptized and drank wine. When the Israel, uh, Israelites were you know, circumcised, uh, they uh, thought uh, they were you know, descendants of the Abraham and the chosen people, while we re, um, uh, retaining their fallen nature, they treated the uh, Gentiles like dogs claiming to be descendant of the Abraham and the chosen people of the heaven. My brothers and sisters, like this, believers today are the same. And there are cases where they mistakenly think of themselves as being reborn just by believing in Jesus, practicing the faith of the family ancestors and going to church. Final slide. This is a very important uh, today's conclusion. Yes. The rebirth that unificationists talk about. Many believers mistakenly believe that if they drink wine after being baptized, they will be reborn. In the early days of the Unification Church, we emphasized indemnity course more than the term rebirth. As we members went through the indemnity course and received the blessing, we have heard the importance of rebirth, resurrection, and eternal life. Then what is rebirth of our unification church today? It means a life of practicing filial piety in the realm of three generations and making the family be born again. It means a life of being filial to my parents, serving my spouse just as I was filial to my parents, and again, serving my children just as I was filial and realizing a harmonious family. Rebirth starts from here. In a word, a reborn person is someone without conflicts, and a reborn person always has many tears. In the early days of the Unification Church, we emphasized indemnity course more than term rebirth. After we members, we went through the indemnity course and Receive the blessing. We have heard the importance of rebirth, resurrection, and eternal life. Unless we go through the Tara uh, indemnity course, no one can experience the true meaning of the rebirth. The rebirth that Unification Church talks about today means our life of by practicing filial piety and making entire family be born again through the three generations in the family. Rebirth of the three generations means a life of being filial to my parents, serving my spouse just as I was a filial to my parents and again, serving my children just as I was a filial and realizing a harmonious family. 
I, based on this content, I reflect on my family since I came to my home and, you know, serving my father-in-law and serving my wife and children and grandchildren. Feel that always that really I'm the really person of the rebirth or not? One who uh, have experience of rebirth always creating beautiful harmony and unity. Wherever this person go, and always creating beautiful unity and harmony, and become always center. Why? He's the one really, you know, practicing what the real meaning of the filial piety, right? So not just only serving God, centering on filial piety, and this is the vertical standard. With this kind of filial piety, same mindset, same attitude toward my wife. Toward my children, toward my father in law. Do I have that kind of really and you know, about the you know experience of the rebirth or not? Very important. You know, even though we are inspired by God, but came came back home and then your attitude is the same as before and still struggling and, and between husband and wife, between parents and children, that does not make any sense. Finally, we really need to, how to say, uh, have real experience, most important place in our family. If we really have experience that comes the rebirth in our family, I can you can change your working place. You go to church, you go to church and then create beautiful environment. If you cannot do it in your family, you don't have experience of the rebirth in your family, does not make any sense. So to experience God's presence at home, to attend one's parents is like attending heavenly parents. And even though, uh, you know, one has never lived together with two parents, one learn and experience with uh, what true parents' life was like through our parents. And from there, rivers begin. You see, after three generations, four generations, five generations, six generations, you know, continuously time passes. How can they know who true parents are? How can they know? But we are the one who directly, most of them, relate to true parents directly. We receive the blessing from true parents. You know, how can we introduce God? How can we introduce true parents? Not easy, right? Not easy to uh, teach to even our second generation, our third generation, and our youth people. That's why I'm telling you. How let them have experience of true parents and God through your exemplary life, through your life of the rebirth in your family. Wow, seeing my father, seeing my mother, true parents was like true parents were like that. You know, invisible God is something like that. That's why, without an exemplary life and showing the life. Not easy to teach our children. Hmm? That's why I again I re-emphasize. I came to my home and re, again re-emphasize the importance of the kyungbe and greeting and, and important attitude. Anyone come and serving them when someone go out, you need to get out from the door and then say bye bye, and then you need to come to the, the car and say bye bye. And anyone come and then you need to stop everything and then come to the door and welcome. I remind them again basic things. You know, 
So, and then my wife really very happy because dad is at home and then again remind them and teaching them. And then every morning about the, through the morning devotion, I hearing about the, their testimony and then struggles and problems and we can share. Wow, this is really, family is very important. When you're talking about rebirth, you don't have experience of the rebirth in the family. Does not make any sense. Then how to reverse? Through filial piety. When I truly, truly love God, centering on filial heart, this is the key. And then you can really create a kind of environment to your wife and husband and children. I realize that filial heart, filial piety is the key. My brothers and sisters, in a world, a reborn person is someone who has no conflict and always harmonize the people around them. It is not that easy to create such a harmonious family. It requires a lot of sacrifice. And you always have to shed a lot of tears, right? Without paying the price, it does not make any sense. And becoming exemplary life is really not easy. For me here, you know, two times Fundoke, okay, with American morning devotion and then also with my family, you know, two times. Sometimes a little bit tired, but I need to do it. I need to do it. Yeah? Morning devotion, morning Fundoke with the family is very critical, very, very important. Thank God everybody attend and they're listening. Doesn't matter some my children are only 30 over, you know, and then attending morning devotion. I feel very much happy, but according to true parents' standard, still far away to go. You know, my brothers and sisters. Rebirth. The rebirth that unification is to talk about today. I mentioned that. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Young. Wow, powerful message. So many points explaining formation, growth, and completion. Our real rebirth is through filial piety in all the realms of hearts. And it's shown by an exemplary life in our relationships. Thank you, Dr. Yong. So for our living testimony, we're actually going to go to GPA Chanyoguk missionary, who is in Romania. Uh, her name is Tazue Nakaza. So Tazue, I believe you're here live. So if you could unmute and share your testimony. Hello. Good morning. Uh, good morning to Dr. Young and good morning to all of the global family that is present here. Uh, my name is Tazue Nakaza. I am a second year Chanago missionary. And last year I had the opportunity to be a missionary in Kenya. Now I am in Romania. Um, yes, first I want to express gratitude for Heavenly Parent and True Parents and to all the Chanukuk missionary staff and to all the leaders and to all brothers and sisters as well for all the investments and uh, the heart that you poured in that I can stand on that foundation. And yes, we have been in Romania for the past two months and we have four months left, but uh, here in Romania, we have an amazing national leader. Her name is Miki-san, and she has been living with us and supporting us all throughout the week. Um, so it's 
being here in Romania as a missionary has been amazing. Um, yeah, I think two aspects, two main aspects that I've grown in throughout this time has been my understanding of God's longing heart and the transformative power of the principle in my life. Uh, I've learned a lot about God's longing heart for me, for my team members, and for the guests that we have here. Uh, there was one instance last month where, due to some personal circumstances, one of my members ran away from the center, and for many hours on end, we, we had nowhere to contact them. And No matter how hard we tried to text or call them, they were not answering and that day was pretty cold it was like one or two degrees and they were only wearing like a, a very light jacket and i experienced god's heart of like pain that like this member was out there all alone in the cold and lost and probably scared all alone in like a foreign country and i remember going to a nearby church and praying and asking for heavenly parent to please send this member back home that if, if I could be the one out there, if I can be out here searching and being the one that's cold, then that's okay. But this member, I want them to be safe and warm. And the whole time that I, I was going around and the other members were going around searching for them, uh, the song, Oh My Child, Come Home Again, How I Beg You to Come Home, was just repeating in my mind. And I felt like this was Heavenly Parents' heart. Eventually, the member came home and they mentioned that they could hear me praying and they could hear uh, me calling out for their name um, and this is why they came home because they heard my my voice calling for them to come home and upon reflecting I realized that this is like God and true parents hearts for humanity that oftentimes we are like the the lost children uh, out in the cold and they all that true parents and heavenly parents are longing for is for us to to come back home, no matter how sinful or no matter how horrible and like cold that we might feel inside, all God sees is like a, a lost child and is crying out for us to come home. And sometimes we can hear God's voice and sometimes we can't. Uh, sometimes we choose to block out God's voice. And through this experience, I felt a sliver of God's longing and desperate heart and in general, witnessing in Europe or in Romania as well. And after this uh, uh, experience with this member, I made the promise that I would never give up on God, no matter how hard or uncomfortable or tiring things would get in this mission or in my life. I, I don't want to give up on God. Uh, and with the, the power of principle, uh, we recently had an amazing seven-day CARP workshop where we had five guests attend. They heard from the very beginning until Second Advent and True Parents Life course. And I saw very clearly the, the transformation of the divine principle uh, in these guests' hearts. Each of the guests came at like uh, varying levels, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. But one of the guests in particular, his name was Alex. He is atheist and didn't really believe in the, the teachings of principle. And he was very expressive about that too. Uh, and he was in my discussion team. And uh, I remember the first few days, he was always like shifting the conversation to something completely unrelated to principle. And 
he was always late to lectures and activities that we were holding and uh, just very disruptive uh, to the whole workshop atmosphere. But uh, through the investments and all of the, the staff making redeterminations and like a stronger resolve to love and support uh, Alex, uh, we can slowly see him opening his heart and changing his concepts about God. And I remember he, like some of the last days he was saying, maybe I am starting to believe in God or maybe God is real. And he started coming on time to lectures and was really excited to sing songs to prepare for the lectures too. He was always like asking how he could help. And I, I'd see him like sweeping and wiping the tables and initiating conversations. And in general, he was the last few days, he was very like supportive and proactive. Um, and I, I just saw like the transformation, like the way that he was expressing himself too was very, a lot more positive and a lot more optimistic too. And he said, that he's starting to find the purpose of his life here in this workshop. And uh, I, I was so amazed that like the principle that I, I was raised up on and I've lived and maybe experienced through seeing my parents and through leaders live it uh, was transforming and changing this uh, precious son, Alex, uh, right in front of my eyes. So I was, so amazed to see that and yeah now in Romania we have a lot of amazing changes and things that are going on uh, we have here Korean UP members but they are leaving soon and now guests are coming to live with us in the our house and we also have three young adult missionaries uh, training here with us in Romania and one of them will share their testimony very soon so yes You'll, wow. you'll hear about them, and I hope you can look forward to that. But the team and I are very excited for the rest four months that we have here in Romania, and I cannot mm. express enough gratitude for having <laughs> and Dr. Wrong and everyone. Mm. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you very much for your beautiful testimony. I I envy you. Really, you can have experience, beautiful experience for the missionary. Uh, yeah, thank you, Tazie Nakaja. You are Shogo sister. You know your your siblings are also doing very very well as a club leader and then you know assistant pastor. Really, your your siblings are really doing good job. Thank you so much, Tazie Nakaja. Nakaja Nakaja means in Korean Nagaja. Music, get out and then do something. Wow, I, your family name is really powerful. Thank you so much. Wow, thank you so much. Woo, you're awesome. Thank you, Tazue. Uh, mm. We're praying for you, continue to pray for you, and we look forward to also hearing another testimony on Thursday. We are uh, every morning, I'm talking about heart, heart, touch, heart, you know how to evoke our heart, how to raise up our heart. You know, you just wake up and sometimes a very sleeping spirit. How can, you know, relate to God in a simple manner, you know, from the early, early morning, sometimes even you're during daytime, it's not easy. But 
I learned from Father top secret. I mean, since I apply for that, I, this one is a very, very effective, very effective team to me. And then Father said, in order to develop your prayer more deeper, what to do? You no, know? because there is a many kind of way. Father said he share us his own way, fundamental way. He said. You know, to develop your prayer and you know, to connect your heart to Heavenly Father all the time. What's the best way? He said, you need to pray centering on Adam's family. First family. When Heavenly Father saw Eve's fall, how much he gone through painful experience. And when he see an Eve, when he saw the Adam, and if just only evil fell and Adam do not fall, then you know immediately it can restore back. For the more, you know, Cain killed Abel. In first family, God's first family, that in the 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 incident of the you know immoral issue, and murdering issue. Can you imagine about that? You know, lost all. God's property. That's why you need to pray each one of the Adam's family member, thinking about Archangel, thinking about Eve, thinking about Adam, thinking about Cain, and thinking about Abel. If Abel really humble, and then how come Cain kill him? If we become humble, surely he, you know, uh, create the foundation of the substance. No need to, God, no need to wait another 1,600 years for the Noah. Can you imagine them? Hope immediately Adam's family. Because of this first incident, God pain and harm and sorrow and suffering from start there. And then you think a lot and meditate about Adam's family. And then automatically connect to God's inner heart. And Father said, I cannot love anyone make job. I cannot love more than 30 seconds. I'll go back to original game. Why? God is such a kind of suffering God, sorrowful God. You know, that's why, you know, I, that's why when I wake up every morning and then, oh, Everything Adam's family. And then tears come down. When I think about God's soul, centering on Adam's family, without connecting Adam's family, original family, first family, and then difficult to evoke our heart and mind. You know? Adam's family is a key because everything starts from there. God's vision needs to accomplish it from the Adam's family. The problem is Adam's family become broken family. And the thing about Jesus' family, think about true parents' life. Then this is the way really evoke our heart. Connect to God's heart. Once our heart is connected to God's heart, everything becomes very heartistic. No more habitual. You know, our heart is become more sensitive and can console and comfort that heart. 
안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador of peace. 안녕하십니까? Today, I'd like to talk about the providential history of salvation from the viewpoint of the principle. This is a new chapter uh, from Thomas Anthology, uh, Volume 2, that you study. The providential history of salvation from the viewpoint of the principle. Distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, today, I sincerely thank God that you and I can meet as we face this era of great historic change. God is the absolute one, the unique, unchanging, and eternal one. His will is the same. If the human beings, Adam and Eve, had become one body under the love of God, everything would have been complete and ideal. God's origin purpose and process of creation are absolute as well as cause effect and direction the human ancestors adam and eve entered into chaos after they fell due to their ignorance this ignorance and chaos expanded from the individual level to the levels of family nation and world it has been the task of religion and God's providence of salvation to liberate us from the sphere of the fall. In the last days, the Messiah comes and teaches clearly the absolute, unique, unchanging, and eternal cause, direction, and effect from God's viewpoint. He will cleanse the world of ignorance and chaos and return it to the original bosom of God. This is the completion of the will of God. If this does not happen, then in the last days, all religions, systems of thought, isms, and nations will pass away. Humankind is now facing the 21st century and will enter the new historic era of the third millennium in just a few years. At this important moment, I would like to deliver this speech on the view of the principle of the providential history of salvation so that we can resolve to prepare ourselves for the new era. To bring about completion and the ideal relationship between God and humankind, centering on true love, God required that human beings fulfill a condition of responsibility in order to attain unity with him. Therefore, God needed to give the commandment to the first ancestors. In other words, God knew that they were in the growth period on the way to reaching physical and spiritual maturity. So he established the commandment as the condition for his children to inherit the most precious thing, true love. 